I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, Friday afternoon, February 25th, 2022. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. The impact of the war in Ukraine being felt by businesses here in Chicago will We'll cover that in our next segment. But right now, Russian troops are bearing down on Kiev with gunfire and explosions being heard closer to the center of the capital city. Let's get the latest now from Jeff McCausland, CBS Radio national security consultant. Thanks for joining us today, Jeff. The U.S. intelligence assessment right now suggests that Kiev could fall to Russian forces in just a matter of days. But it also sounds like the Ukrainians are making sure they have their work cut out for them. That's exactly right. You know, Rob, the Ukrainian forces are fighting and fighting fairly well. There's no doubt about it. They are outgunned by multiples in any category of military equipment you want to discuss, tanks, artillery, aircraft. Certainly the Russians now have achieved uh, air superiority over the battlefield of Ukraine, the length and breadth of the country, though there are still Ukrainian aircraft that are, in fact, flying. There have been suggestions that Clearly that they are now fighting on the outskirts of Kiev. That is clearly one of their primary objectives. And there are two forces, Russian forces, advancing on Kiev, one coming from the north, <clears throat> from Belarus. And Belarus now is a participant in this war and an active ally of, of the Russian Federation. The second column of Russian troops advancing on Kiev from the south and from the east. So it's clear that the capital could fall. I think the open question there will be simply, <clears throat> does the government in Kiev basically surrender the city and allow Russian forces to enter peacefully. That'll be what the Russians will desire. Or, or do, in fact, the citizens of, of Kiev uh, continue the fight? That seems to me, unfortunately, uh, a little more likely outcome. There are three and a half million people uh, in Kiev. The government seems very defiant. There are reports of up to 18,000 weapons being handed out <clears throat> to civilians throughout the city. And I saw a tweet this morning from the Ukrainian Defense Ministry, which had said to the citizens, you know, go to your homes and make Molotov cocktails. You can't imagine if that would occur like in a city like Chicago. Well, yeah, one of the uh, uh, correspondents uh, driving around Kiev says there's a radio announcer who's on uh, giving out instructions on how to make Molotov cocktails to uh, slow down uh, the army, the Russian army, as it approaches uh, Kiev. Um, if the, if the, there are reports that suggest that uh, only a third of the Russian forces that were marshaled around Ukraine's border uh, have entered the country. So they can definitely overwhelm the Ukrainians just by uh, sheer numbers. Yeah, without question. And there are now very recent reports 
that we have seen amphibious landings on the shores of Ukraine, most likely along the Black Sea, not far from Odessa. So they may now have a whole new front for Ukrainian forces. And that's a problem for the Ukrainian forces. Not only are they smaller in number, but they've got to confront all these particular points of advance, which allows the Russians then to pick where they want the primary advance to, in fact, occur. But it does seem clear that they have sufficient forces marshaled to eventually take the entire country. But sadly, I think it'll be a bloody affair. And there are estimates we could see 50,000 civilian dead over the next weeks in the coming weeks, as well as 25,000 Ukrainian soldiers or even 10 to 15,000 Russians. But then after that, then the question also is what happens next? I think while the Russian military may have enough forces to to defeat that Ukrainian uh, military conventionally, I'm not sure they have enough forces to occupy Ukraine, a country the size of Texas with 40-plus million people. Yeah, that's the question. They can conquer Ukraine, but can they keep it? Thanks for joining us. Jeff McCausland, CBS Radio National Security Consultant, uh, doing a great job for us uh, explaining the conflict in Ukraine. Coming up, Chicago companies feel the impact of the crisis in Ukraine. Compounding your interest with an economy of words. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. The conflict overseas is having an impact on companies close to home. We're joined by Ali Marathi, restaurants and retail reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Ali, thank you for joining us today. Ukraine is the breadbasket of Eastern Europe. It is uh, was the, considered the breadbasket of the old Soviet Union, and it has a, a great deal of, uh, of uh, uh, American agriculture interests based there, including Illinois' very own ADM. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. They've got operations there. And, you know, we see a lot of operations um, in Russia as well, right, from big companies that are based here too, like Mondelez, which makes Oreos, and Kraft Heinz, which, as we all know, makes ketchup and a lot of other snack foods. And on top of that, uh, Chicago-based McDonald's uh, has a significant presence in both uh, Russia and Ukraine. And in, for those of us who are old enough to remember it, uh, a McDonald's opening behind the Iron Curtain in Moscow was seen as a significant thaw in the Cold War uh, over 30 years ago. And now it's a source of exposure. Yeah, you're exactly right. McDonald's has about 850 locations in Russia. They've got dozens more in Ukraine. So, uh, you know, the Golden Arches, I think, are somewhat of a beacon of the West. So that's one we're going to be watching. You know, McDonald's hasn't said one way or the other what it plans to do, if it plans to, you know, close down its Ukraine locations or, you know, stop doing business in Russia altogether. What exactly is going to happen there? We don't know. Um, But, you know, the Russian locations, they produce about... 2 to 3% of the company's overall revenue. So I think it's going to be something McDonald's, you know, in that situation, as well as other companies that do business in Russia, a lot of them see growth there. You know, it's one of these emerging markets that drives a lot of revenue for them. So it's going to be, I think, first of all, they may have to deal with sanctions. Second of all, they're going to have to contend with sort of this moral dilemma of do we keep doing business in Russia um, and, and go for those profits or move away from, you know, doing business there. And what kind of pressure has uh, McDonald's been under uh, regarding their Russian restaurants, uh, even going back to uh, 2016 when the reports of election meddling fired up? Yeah, so it's been interesting. They have been under pressure for sure, but at the same time, they've continued to grow. You know, they've continued to add restaurants there because, like I said, it is an emerging region for them. Um, it's one of those things where you, we've seen over the past couple of years, really, a lot of companies, um, not just the ones doing business in, in these contentious areas of the world, but 
just needing to weigh in, feeling like they need to weigh in more on political areas and, and make statements about things that are going on in the world of politics. And that's contentious, you know, for a lot of the franchisees that operate out there. Um, and this is another one of those cases, right? It'll be really interesting to see what happens. You know, I talked to one analyst who said that in a lot of cases, um, you know, when a company like McDonald's is operating in a country like Russia, they do a pretty good job about integrating and making it so, you know, the local um you know, customers there view them as a Russian company, but I don't know, you know, McDonald's, like I said, it's really a beacon of the West that they may run into some anti-American sentiment. Um, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see how sales go there. And really also if there's backlash from the Russian government, just simply for being an American company. Ali Murati, restaurants and retail reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up next, employers are struggling to attract and retain workers. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. As companies look to fill open positions, job offers are coming much more quickly than they traditionally have. We welcome in Julie Bauke, president and chief career strategist of the Bauke Group in Cincinnati, Ohio. Julie, thanks for joining us today. It sounds like if you are looking for a job, uh, the onboarding process is so fast is that you'll be in that gig it, it's so quickly your head will spin. Yeah, you know, one of the complaints that job seekers have had about employers for a very long time is that it's like the big black hole. Everything goes silent, you know, sort of like being ghosted. Well, now the pendulum is completely the other way, and it's sort of like being on a date with somebody who's really desperate. You know, they, 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 they want to close the deal right away, and that has its downsides as well. And, and and really, it's kind of a race against time for both parties, because if you're the job seeker, uh, the market is so good, you're probably concerned that you're leaving some money on the table somewhere. And in the on the part of the job uh, of the employer, it sounds like, um, you know, the, the traditional onboarding process is uh, you can't do that. You can't do all the due diligence you may want to do, because if you wait long enough, they're gone. Right. Exactly. But there has to be there, there, there has to be a, a middle there, because if you are in demand, your skills are in demand and you're being contacted by uh, one employer many times or many employers many times, you really need to. It, it's easy as a human to go, wow, they really want me and to try to keep up with that pace. But during this time, even though jobs are plentiful in some sectors, you have to slow down and make sure that you are making the right decision for you. So if you go in for, a, let's say, a day of interviews, you interview with three people, they bring you back in, or a series of Zoom calls, whatever it is, and you know, they want to make you an offer right away and expect an answer right away, you've got to have enough confidence to take a breath and say, and really think about, you know, is, am I being swayed by just how quickly they seem to want me, by the big numbers they're throwing at me? You've got to make sure you're, ba- you're making a good decision for you in terms of your next step. And so feel, you can feel free to, slow, to, sl- to take the, the lead in slowing the process down, at least by a few days until you can maybe meet some more people, do research on the company, really sit back and think, is this the right move for me? So don't get caught up in, you know, they like me, they really, really like me. Very quickly, though, at the same time, that requires a level of confidence and uh, self-realization that a lot of people may just, they don't have. Right. That's true. And and that comes from really this whole employees have more leverage thing comes, it's been a long time coming, but it's it's been there. The signs have been there for a long time. We talked about the talent shortage before COVID. And so we're not used to this leverage as workers. We're used to, you know, really being on the short end of the stick. 
but that's why I say take a deep, deep breath before you start the interview process. Step back and make a list or make a, a description of what your very ideal next role looks like and go crazy. You take, What's my perfect 10 here? And, you know, just really sit with that and then start the interview process so that you do a better job of recognizing something when it comes at you. Because if you know what you're looking for and you've already done the work, if something comes at you quickly, you're going to have more confidence to make that decision more quickly than you might have if, you know, you sort of jumped in and, you know, really, um, you know, had your underwear around your ankles. Julie Bauke, president and chief career strategist of the Bauke Group based in Cincinnati, Ohio. Let's leave it there. Still ahead in Entrepreneur Friday, a Chicago-based children's clothing brand founded by a married couple. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. President Biden will nominate a black woman to be the next justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. A special report coming up from CBS News. In Entrepreneur Friday, we put the focus on a kid's clothing line. That's the brainchild of a Chicago couple. And the restaurant industry reacts to the end of mask mandates in Chicago. WBBM business, the markets are higher by a lot. The Dow is up 780. Two points. The Nasdaq is up 147. The S&P 500 is up 85. AccuWeather says brisk and cold with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A few flurries, especially near the lakefront and in northwest Indiana. Today's high near 30. Right now we have 30 degrees in Chicago under sunny skies at 1231. 
CBS News Special Report. Katanji Brown Jackson's a step away from making history as the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Brown sits on the Court of Appeals for D.C. Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson also has federal judicial experience. Lately, she's been serving on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, which is seen as a feeder to the Supreme Court. She has nine years of experience as a federal judge, one on the District Court of Appeals where she replaced Attorney General Merrick Garland. White House correspondent Nancy Cordes. She is already prepared for in a way, and she has a very large cheering squad around her, uh, fellow lawyers, friends, family, uh, certainly many lawmakers who, who already know her, who are going to be working with her to help her through this process. President Biden called Jackson one of our nation's brightest legal minds. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. It's 1232 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are higher substantially today. We're joined by Gary Kulpbaum, president of Kulpbaum Capital Management and Fox News business contributor based in Orlando. Gary, thanks for joining us today. This uh, rapid movement upwards uh, in the financial markets, is this a result of investors getting a better idea of what the Russian conflict in Ukraine looks like and the worldwide impact of it? Or is this... uh, markets betting that uh, uh, a worldwide economic slowdown would also slow down the rate of uh, interest rate hikes here? Oh, how about all the above? Uh, You combine the NASDAQ dropping 20 percent, and it was 12 percent in nine days. And yesterday, uh, something happened, I think, that meant a lot. And that is there were no sanctions on Russia on energy. Energy prices have been spiking higher. And they have, I wouldn't call it crash, but they've come down markedly. And you can time it to the minute when the market started lifting off to energy prices coming down. So quite the meaningful, but definitely all the above. The Fed may be not doing what uh, everybody was thinking they're going to do. And uh, maybe this Russia thing won't be the uh, World War III like some people predict. Now, the uh, Dow is up uh, two and a half points, the S&P 500 up two, uh, the NASDAQ is up one and a quarter. Is this also a situation where uh, the market has basically squeezed all of the bad news out and, uh, and, and now investors can reset? Or is there still uh, a great deal of more anxiety and volatility to come? Oh, I think there's more rough news to come, especially if uh, inflation stays elevated. Uh, But you use the word squeezed out. What really happened yesterday is sellers got squeezed out. Uh, Anybody who wanted to sell sold uh, and very late. In other words, after a drop and 12 percent nine days for the Nasdaq is a lot of territory. So I think that's what did it. And soon as the big institutions saw that the selling had dried up, they come in. You get short covering from people that have been betting on the downside. They have to cover and it, it fuels things. And due to the fact we were so far down, that's why you're getting such a big move so quickly. And and you were one of our, our guests who argued that, uh, you know, the market had been riding this uh, this sugar high from monetary policy uh, for oh, yeah. almost two years now and that it was probably overvalued. Is it still overvalued in your estimation? Uh, I, I believe so. Uh, but a lot has been worked off. Just so you know, Almost 50% of every NASDAQ stock was down 50% or more at the recent lows. And a lot of what I call the bubble areas, 
like the SPACs and the electric vehicles and things, a lot of these stocks have dropped 50 to 90 percent, depending what you're looking at. So maybe that whole thing has been wrung out uh, and got to areas of value that maybe the market takes a look at. But I still think there are pockets of uh, places that probably are, are elevated. And keep in mind, rates are still at zero percent. And as of yesterday, Jay Powell printed more money yesterday, so he still hasn't stopped in spite of all the rhetoric that, oh, they're going to tighten and, uh, you know, care about inflation. So uh, uh, that's yet to be seen. On the commodities price uh, front, a lot of uh, volatility in the price of grains, precious metals, uh, other oil for sure, other resources that come from either Russia or Ukraine. Um, Is that volatility going to come down when it becomes clear that maybe, you know, those assets aren't being targeted and cargo ships could be on the move once again? Oh, yeah. Uh, wheat's down, wheat, the price of wheat is down, I think, 8 or 9% over the last day from the high, just on the, that we're not going to target it. So defend, definitely a cause and effect between what uh, Joe Biden is doing and the rest of the world uh, against Russia. It, it's, you can decide whether we should or not, but for the markets and, and for inflation, it's a breath of fresh air that all these commodities are coming down today. Thanks for joining us, Gary Kulpbaum, president of Kulpbaum Capital Management and Fox News business contributor based in Orlando, Florida. You can find him online at GaryK.com. Coming up next in Entrepreneur Friday, a family business that revolves around kids' clothing. It's information to make cash and save cash. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and this afternoon we're putting the spotlight on a true family business that's based here in Chicago. We welcome in John Zazabita, who is the co-founder of Smaller Things, which is a Chicago-based, sustainably and ethically made kids' pajama company founded in April of last year, and they've experienced a great deal of growth since then. Uh, found, find them online at smallerthings.com. John, thanks for joining us today. Uh, as, a, as a father of young children, um, it is truly remarkable uh, just the amount of clothing that you go through and that you find and the amount of packaging you have to go go through and throw away or recycling uh, just over the course of a couple of years. And it sounds like you had that same observation and tried to do something about it. That's right, Robin. Thanks for having us. Um, Yeah, my wife and I, while we were overseas in Europe, we had our first child. And, you know, like many first-time parents, we wanted the best for him, right? And we we quickly realized the same, right? There were kind of two options for us uh, in in the marketplace. There were either these high-end boutiques that had a lot of overly designed and overly priced products, or on the opposite side of the spectrum, you saw a lot of really low-cost, poorly made, fast fashion options that also known for unsettling manufacturing practices. So we we really saw a gap in the market that we wanted to fill. Now, what uh, did you do before you got into smaller things uh, that allowed you to, uh, you know, have a knowledge of manufacturing practices and materials uh, so you could source all of your uh, uh, raw materials for clothing uh, from ethical sources? Yeah, so I I come from an international marketing background, and so I've had a lot of experience um, from a product development standpoint. And my wife, which is a great compliment to me, uh, comes from a fashion and branding standpoint. Um, so we've kind of u- used uh, utilizing both of our, our skill sets, uh, which helps us kind of really uh, have smaller things stand out. 
And uh, some of the things that make you guys unique, organic cotton, recycled fibers, ethical manufacturing. Um, when it comes to uh, sourcing cotton, you know, where, where does that come from? And uh, kind of describe the manufacturing process, too. Yeah, the, the, the manufacturing process, as I mentioned, it's pretty un, uh, unsettling when you look into it. Um, and, and that's one of the things we really wanted to address with what we're doing with Smaller Things. Um, in, in simple terms, with Smaller Things, we wanted to treat people like people. Um, and that means for us, you know, living wages, safe working conditions. And then also for those, uh, those farmers that are actually harvesting the, that, that cotton, making sure that you know, they're, they're free of pesticides and that they're using really organic materials so that's good for them and good for the earth. And uh, you launched in mid-2021, and uh, you've sold out multiple times. Uh, what was it like, you know, when you, throw that, when, when you throw the dice and you wonder how they're going to land, uh, what was it like for you and your wife to discover that not only uh, was there a market for this particular product, uh, but uh, people really liked it and it was uh, selling really well? Yeah, we we were blown away. I, I mean, we knew we had something right away. Uh, we quickly uh, kind of pivoted and invested into new th- uh, city themes uh, in new regions. We have Los Angeles, New York, and Texas. We have Boston and San Francisco that are coming, coming soon. Uh, people really love our brand. They love our message. But when they get the product in their hands, they really rave about the, qu- uh, the quality of the product. So for us, it's really that combination of great design, sustainability, and quality. Now, you've only been around for a year and a half, and uh, so it's maybe too early to tell if your products can pass the most crucial part of, uh, of, 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 the, of, the, of the baby clothes or childhood clothes test, and that is, can it stand the, the, the hand-me-down test? Uh, can, it go yeah, to, so- can it go to a younger sibling or an even younger sibling uh, that's, that, that's born after that? Absolutely. Yeah. And we're, we're really proud. Uh, we always, we always talk with our customers, you know, tell us how you think about the, the product after it comes out of the wash machine, right? That's the true test, right? Um, and we're proud to say that our, our uh, pajamas really stand the test of time. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. John Zazabita, who is the co-founder of Smaller Things in Chicago. Find him online at smallerthings.com. Still to come, Chicago restaurants prepare for the end of mask requirements. Money conversation that pays a big dividend. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Chicago's proof of vaccine and mask mandates will be lifted next week. Let's get reaction from a member of the restaurant industry in the city. We welcome in Frank Ruffalo, managing partner of Franco's Restaurant. Group in Chicago. Thanks for joining us today, Frank. This has got to be a great day or a great weekend for the uh, restaurant industry, not only in Chicago but across Cook County and in, in Illinois. Yeah, absolutely, we're excited for for Monday. You know, ease up on these restrictions and you know make our task of serving customers a little bit easier. And uh, this also represents the end of what has been a rather uh, cold and dark winter so far for the restaurant industry as far as uh, reduction of hours or just uh, shutting down entirely for a couple of months. Uh, Do you guys anticipate uh, a a huge pickup in demand uh, starting on Monday? You know, we're hoping so, along with, you know, the change in seasons and the patio is opening up. So we're hoping people are ready to get back out. Um, you know, especially at some of our locations, we had a lot of out-of-town guests from McCormick Place. 
and they don't know that this mandate's going on. So when you have to turn people away, you know, that's hurting your bottom line, especially when you're in a January and a February in Chicago. That's just bad to begin with. And we've talked about this before, but uh, when it comes to enforcing masks and the vaccine requirements in restaurants, and, and they are well-intentioned and there is a, a, a public health uh, purpose underpinning them, but more often than not, it falls on the host or hostess to enforce this. And I'm sure Absolutely. they're probably happy they don't have to uh, uh, get in it, the, the potential for confrontation no longer exists. You got it, especially when it's taken, you know, 20 percent longer to check a guest in because they don't know they have that, that pass along with it being a young hostess who might not deal well with confrontation. It, it's tricky. So we're definitely relieved. And, you know, I hope this just this just, you know, turns a, the tables on this and everyone's ready to come out and enjoy a good meal. Is it uh, obviously, you know, you mentioned this before, there's a, probably a great sense of joy in the restaurant industry that uh, this particular corner has been turned. But we were having the same conversation, you know, last April. April and last May, and then Delta came, and then Omicron came. So is this joy uh, tempered by uh, a little bit of trepidation? It is, especially with, with what we've seen happen before. So, you know, we're just hoping it stays positive and we keep moving forward. Um, our industry really can't take a two-step back approach at this point. Um, we, we need this to be in the upswing. And people have to realize when you come into a restaurant, that's one of the safest environments around. We have you know, standard procedures for keeping everything clean and sanitized before COVID, during COVID. So if you're ready to go out, which you should be, um, you know, a restaurant's going to be able to accommodate you 100%. Thanks for joining us. Frank Ruffalo, managing partner, Franco's Restaurant Group based in Chicago. If you missed any part of today's noon business hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.